This is your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Come with us and share your experience, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Hello friends, hello listeners, how are you? Thanks for listening this, your new podcast, your new English 21 podcast, and welcome to the section, the word of the day. Yes, and as for today, January the 17th, 2021, we got the word itinerant. Yes, itinerant. Itinerant is an adjective that means traveling from place to place from one place to another, especially covering a circuit. Yes, maybe uh, surrounding places. This word can be found in politics or in uh, the diplomatic uh, staff, uh, such as uh, when uh, a government appoints um, an itinerant ambassador for uh, a region of or a group of countries such as Central America, South America, South East Asia, as an example. In Latin, iter means way or journey. That root was the parent of the late Latin verb itinerary, meaning to journey. It was that verb which ultimately gave rise to the English word for traveling types, itinerant. The linguistic grandparent iter also contributed to the development of other English words, including itinerary, the route of a journey, and the plan made for a journey, and errant, traveling or giving to traveling, as in night errant. As an example, we got here, quote, Born on a small farm near Juma, Arizona, Cesar Chavez entered the Whirlpool of itinerant labor as a child after his family last possession of their ranch. So they they got a ranch, but then last possession of it. They moved wherever the harvest took them. And quote, Island Savants, Cesar Chavez, a photographic essay 2009. So for today, the word of the day has been itinerant. Itinerant is an adjective that means travel from one place to another. Remember, my friends, whenever you are trying to learn a new word, try to link it with its historical background or context. This way, you make it easy for you to understand, to learn, and to remember. Thanks, my friend, for listening to the section The Word of the Day in your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. This podcast is for you. Thank you very much.
Hello friends, hello listeners, and welcome to the section Questions, Answers, and Tips. Yes, this section is specially designed for all of us to improve our techniques, our strategies, and to implement some ideas to improve our English. And in the section Questions, Answers, and Tips, we got a, a question here. What can I do with the grammar in English? I found it very difficult. This is from Mexico, written by Xavier Ramirez. Thank you, Xavier. Javier, for your question, we're going to comment a little on the grammar. So, maybe uh, this is one of the uh, more difficult issues in English, but it's also for me, it's surrounded by myths and some tricky lies maybe because uh, it, it it doesn't have to be a very uh, a very torturous thing you don't have to be tortured by the grammar or even by thinking about it so English grammar is complex making it difficult to remember maybe master and use uh, logically the grammar you can find it difficult but this is a maybe it's a prejudice or an idea that you have a, a preconceived in some way for me the best way of learning grammar is uh, when you put in practice English without knowing that you are practicing grammar this is intuitively with with your intuition so you you have to prefer lessons and practices that put in practice uh, sorry that put that put in practice or um, exercise the grammar use without uh, without uh, talking about the, a lot of rules that the grammar implies so the best way of learning grammar for me is intuitively with maybe a method or a technique uh, that is called questions and answers technique as an example you can you can start by making a simple sentence uh, with a very clear uh, having very clear what the subject the noun and the verb is and then try to change the tense and then try to change the pronoun and then try to change the conjugation and so on so if, if you practice this uh, this kind of technique you're going to learn a little more of grammar without uh, without memorizing all of the rules that uh, formal grammar and books and, and handbooks might have. Yes, you might try that technique, questions and answers. Such an example, uh, the boy was running outdoor. So you say the boy was running outdoor. So then you say, Who was running outdoor? The boy or the girl? No, the boy. The boy was running outdoors. Yeah, and then you can try to change the tenses. Who is running outdoors? The boy. The boy is running outdoors. Who is running outdoors? The boy or the girl? The boy. The boy is who is running outdoors. And you have to practice these little uh, exercises, these short examples, several 
several times. How many times? Maybe uh, I would recommend not least, not less than 21 times. Yeah, maybe uh, three sentences, seven times. Three sentences, seven times. Uh, you may ask, you may ask why, why 21? And that is one of the reasons for, for which I've called this podcast English 21 podcast because I am a strong believer of the number three and, and the number seven. If you combine these numbers, you got 21. So the name of this podcast is not, is not only because we are in the year 2021 and it is not only because we are in the 21st century, it is also because uh, we can combine the number three with the number seven so we obtain 21. So I guess if you, re if you do this exercise and repeat it 21 days, maybe changing the tenses, maybe changing the, the pronouns and even the verb, you're going to get more familiarized with the basics of the grammar before you go on a formal study of the grammar, of the English grammar with books, with handbooks, with t-shirts maybe, or with some other resource that you can find in the industry of learning English. So this has been, my friends, the section questions, answers, and tips for all of us to improve our English. Thank you very much. Hello, my friends. I'm very excited about this episode of the podcast, your new English 21 podcast, because in the quote of the day section, we got uh, um, a quote uh, from a very uh, successful and influencer man uh, whose name you're going to hear uh, in just as a few moments. The quote of the day is as follows. When I was five years old, my mom always told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment, and I told them they didn't understand life. This quote was written by John Lennon. Yes, my friends, if, and if you still don't know who John Lennon is, let me tell you that, that John Winston Ono Lennon, born as John Winston Lennon, was born on October 9th, 1940, and died on December 8th, 1980. So, he was an English singer, songwriter, musician, and peace activist who achieved worldwide fame as the founder, co-lead vocalist, and rhythm guitarist of the Beatles. His songwriting partnership with Paul McCartney remains the most successful in history even today. In 1969, he started a plastic Ono band with his second wife, Jaco Ono. After the Beatles disbanded in 1970, 
Lennon continued a career as a solo artist and as Ono's collaborator. Yes, my friends, this quote for today is authored by the always good, uh, uh, the always remembered artist and pacifist John Lennon. Yes, my friends, this has been that section, the quote of the day in your new English 21 podcast. Thank you very much. Hello, my friends. Hello, listeners. How are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on the time in which you are listening to this podcast. This your new English 21 podcast. And welcome to the section Today in History. Um, the moment that I am recording this segment or this part of the podcast is uh, on January the 17th. And uh, when it comes to the history in a day like today, But in 1945, Auschwitz is liberated. Yes, my friends, on January the 17th, 1945, Soviet troops enter Auschwitz, Poland, freeing the survivors of the network of concentration camps and finally revealing to the world the depth of the horrors perpetrated there in those camps. Yes, Auschwitz was really a group of camps designated one, two, and three. There were also four, four smaller satellite camps. It was an, at Auschwitz II at Birkenau, established in October 1941, that the SS created a complex, monstrously orchestrated killing ground. 300 prison barracks, four both bathhouses in which prisoners were gassed, corpse cellars and cremated, cremating ovens. Dozens of prisoners were also used for medical experiments overseen and performed by the camp doctor Joseph Mengele, the angel of death. Yes, my friends, this happened in a day like today, January the 17th, 1945. Some words that we can catch here to talk a little bit more about the meaning maybe are uh, perpetrated is the past tense of perpetrate that means to develop, to execute, or, or to make on something or someone. Perpetrated means they developed uh, horrors, tortures, and killing over so many people yeah freeing freeing is the uh, the gerund for the the verb free that means to make someone free to liberate yes my friends and then we can take a look on gassed in which prisoners were gassed this uh this is uh the, the past tense for the verb gas that means to apply a gas over or on a group of people. They were taken to the gas chambers with the belief that they were going to take a bath. 
but that was a lie. They, they were going to be gassed by the officials in Auschwitz to Birkenau in Poland. So, my friends, this has been the section today in history in your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember that you can talk about any topic of your preference whenever it is in English. This podcast came to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much.